You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. 2 p.m. Are you podcasting without me? Is that what's going on? You, you, you're running around without... Imagine imagine if that was the case. Is that what's Man. happening? I got to check your gain, make sure you haven't touched your gain. The gain has not been touched. It is at 2 p.m. <sighs> you know, Should it be higher? Should it be lower? Where am I at? This is my... No, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. Listen, All right. We're recording. Let's not give the people too much behind the scenes. Um, no, no. What's... Am, um, yeah, tell me. I am... In a race against time, Uh-oh. because it is 8 a.m. here, mm-hmm. and the last night I ate Ethiopian food. <laughs> so are you podcasting from the toilet? I am. It's the, the things might start percolating. There might be a little bubble bubble in my little belly, uh, which is a belly, by the way. Now everybody, it's. I finally got my girlfriend to admit that I am a slob. You're a big old fat boy. I'm a big old fat boy. And once you, once people in your life confront you with the reality, you are on your way to addressing it. So I, I now run, uh, about, it's only been about three and a half miles a day, but it's a, it's an improvement over my zero, uh, over my, uh, 24 hour Elden ring, uh, binge. And Mm. the, I, I think all this, all, like young people using the word accountable, they sound incredibly stupid. Yes, but it and is, annoying. It is, and annoying. <laughs> well, it's the new emotional labor. Remember emotional labor? It's gone. Oh my God. Now yeah. everything is accountability. So, yo, no, no, hold up, hold up. No one on earth is ever going to hold me accountable for anything. I'm just going to tell, I'm not going to allow anybody to. No, maybe a, maybe a court. You know, well, like, I mean, if it comes to that, but, but no, no other person without that, uh, amount of qualification is ever going to hold me accountable. Yo, who imagine thinking that you're, you have some kind of authority to even to, to exercise over someone that you would, you would, what the fuck is wrong with you? I listen, it, by the time this conversation is done, I will sound like Ayn Rand because I, I get very, this is my biggest trigger point is people believing that, because they self-elect to lecture you that they is, should have control over your life. It's it, 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 when I think about it, I get weird. So, for our listeners, uh, I know a lot of you had a had a rough one because uh, Roe v. Wade stresses you out. Mm-hmm. This is go- this is going to trigger some of you, <clears throat> for lack of a better word. Uh-oh. The way that you feel about that is exactly, and you can be mad at this, you can say that these things are not equivalent, that's fine, you can be a little sour, a little sourpuss. That is how I feel about the conversation around freedom of speech. That is exactly, like the way I that you feel you. that your rights are being stripped for, out good. from under you and you are uh, mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore. That's how I feel good. anytime I people use the word Elon Musk. I get, I feel 
as though I am under some type of Hello. siege and I have to moderate Where my emotions we? to not Lost uh, just go off Love the handle that. all the time. Oh. So, so whatever you just said, you I lost compl- it. I lost it. So you could have said the most deranged, offensive <clears throat> things, and I'd be none the wiser. Man, I really should have used that opportunity. <laughs> I said something relatively reasonable, just personal. But uh, yeah, you got any Roe v. Wade takes? Those are always popular. <sighs> I mean. You can talk about how it is literal blackmail, right? It's like literally the Democrats blackmailing you. Um, and also that it kind of, I mean, it's going to work, right? Well, all right. So I saw all of the, uh, everybody will keep this short. Uh, I saw all of the, uh, I'm not a Dem anymore because I'm mad at, at Democrats uh, echo the fact that uh, Democrats had an opportunity uh, to, as they say, uh, uh, codify this law uh, and m- make it so it was uh, uh, essentially enshrined, right? Uh, but they opted not to after Joe Biden promised to. They've just been sitting on it. And now the question is, is this a work? Is it a work? When you don't do the bare minimum, you start to look suspect. So are the Democrats playing 4D chess here? I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's really weird that when you tell me you want a law and you have all the means to do so and then you fail to do it, are you bad at your job or are you really good at your job? And this is part of the game. Oh, I think it's that. I mean, well, look, I'm not going to say they're really good at anything. I mean, they're good at being intense scumbags. Um that's a that that's what this that's how this re- whole thing reads to me. Um, I think they maybe realize that they have nothing to offer people in the way of any other sort of forward movement of any kind of progressive agenda that is just not either not feasible or they don't want to do it for various reasons. So the fact that this is back on the table is a way in which they can campaign on a thing that a lot of people feel very strongly about and will make them. Uh, have to vote Democrat. I mean, like, look, if, if, I mean, my two home states are extremely liberal places. I don't anticipate, you know, if Roe v. Wade gets, you know, thrown in the garbage like it seems like it's going to be, I don't anticipate this affecting my local communities. However, um, you know, it is, you know, it, it, it will. <laughs> It will. I mean, it's 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 blackmail that works. It will vote. It, it will motivate me to vote for uh, pro-choice candidates that will protect that uh, that right. So it's it's horrendously scummy because the Democrats have not, especially in in these states, have not done anything for for me, you know, or or, or any like they've they've truly done nothing. And now uh, to prevent a a cretinous Republican from getting on the get, getting into government and overturning these things and on a state level uh I will unfortunately have to um uphold the the control of of the Dems although I really don't think I could vote for Gavin Newsom ever so I don't think that's going to happen you know here's a thought <clears throat> uh do you think that increasingly we do not this is just a broad question it's lead, it's obviously a leading question do you think broadly we don't care about 
uh, personal privacy anymore. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing that people don't, many people don't understand. The uh, Roe v. Wade was hinged on the right to privacy. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the right that it supposedly hangs on, which, by the way, is not in the Constitution. So this is a uh, this is very hazy. All right. So for our foreign listeners, the Supreme Court's job is to interpret the Constitution in the application of new law. Right. That's that's the idea is that we have this sacrosanct document that evolves, so to speak, but it has to be these core values have to be based on this old document. Now, this is in some respects kind of kind of admirable i guess it's it's an interesting oh we're hanging on to our values sort of thing but it's also stupid because obviously something written a long time ago it's difficult to make it apply right unless it, it becomes a religious thing because how could something be a perfect document right times change so but their job is to interpret the constitution there is no right to privacy in the constitution it is an implied right they say right because other laws have have taken where Roe v. Wade arrived and said uh, before that, that there's some precedent they believe. That's what it's based on. But it's not based on the Constitution. They're constitutional scholars. They're supposed to figure this out. So anyway, it just makes – I became very curious when I was reading about Roe v. Wade and how it hinges on the right to privacy. If we we are at a place where we don't value privacy anymore, how do we expect laws that are based on privacy to stand? Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, do, do we think that I'm not suggesting that because we don't give a fuck about our Twitter searches or our, uh, Google searches either, that uh, there's a direct line to taking away reproductive rights. But what I'm saying is, are all of these things of a piece, so to speak? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, no, that that totally makes sense to me. It's just surprise. I think what takes a lot of people off guard, although, you know, we talked about this months ago and the, the fact that this is now essentially a conservative court you know it doesn't surprise me that that these types of things like are are being relitigated and and ultimately overturned i mean i think this has rightly been characterized as a sort of the agenda of the american right for it's a, it's it's a tr- it's truly in in wrestling terms long booking it's 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 a it is a this is has been a long fought struggle amongst them to to ultimately lead to this place that being said um <clears throat> i mean I think what takes people by surprise is the fact that this has been quote unquote settled law for nearly 50 years. And it doesn't, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that. I mean, I believe, what was the segregation one was like Plessy versus Ferguson or whatever, like that was settled and that ultimately, thankfully was overturned and stuff. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, here's the, here's, here's, here's my question, right? So as I was saying before that this is sort of like seemingly it's blackmail into voting for Democrats. I mean, this is, this decision will come, I believe in either June or July. If they overturn it, then what is, I mean, it's not like any, it's not like anyone can save Roe v. Wade. It seems like it's going in the garbage. Biden could with a majority, uh, or by, you know, he could, he could perhaps codify into it, in, it into law, but if he's not going to do that, and if they are going to trash Roe v. Wade, then what is what exactly is the motivation to vote for Democrats? Is it so that they can protect? Is it is it just like it, if this becomes just a state thing, then you'll have to rely on a pro-choice Democrat? Is that what it is? 
I mean, I don't know. They're going to, as you said, they're going to do the whole only we can protect you uh, thing over and over again. And nobody is going to ask, including them, or or particularly them, is going to ask, why didn't we protect you when we had the opportunity? Oh, I don't know. Let's not think about it. You know, (laughs) nobody's going to say it's, it's, it's very funny to me that because most of us, including you and I don't really understand how anything works. You can just come to people with the most emotional, emotionally based, uh, sort of, uh, sloganeering and people will just say, yeah, that sounds good. I'm a very busy person. Right? So if Democrats now say, uh, Republicans are trying to strip you of your reproductive rights. Only we can protect you. Nobody is going to say, previously, when you had the power to protect me, why did you not do so? It's I, I, Why would I trust you a second time? And I see these uh, political analysts say that this is going to cost uh, uh, Democrats because people are going to start asking questions. No, they will not. <laughs> I assure you, they, nobody on my timeline is asking any questions whatsoever. <laughs> so... There's no, it's just, a. that's why I think this is a work. I'm now like completely, I don't know what's past a red pill. I'm, uh, <laughs> I am on some other, I'm on a cosmic pill right now where I really think that all of these people are playing quote unquote 4D chess with your life. And that's it. I, for those of you that are very concerned about Roe v. Wade, if it's for if you're talking about for a 16 year old girl, that's uh, I understand that's complicated. If you're talking about for yourself, I the only thing I can say is as cold as this might sound, it's, I hope it doesn't sound cold from me. Uh, I think you just have to move someplace where you, where your values are going to be uh, maintained, because I, I I don't think that these people have on on the national level have your best interests at heart. Period. Oh no, I mean, I, but it's it's. To me, it's more you're on the hyper red pill. I'm on the hyper black pill. I mean, like we just keep like we keep if we keep doing this thing where we're essentially as cliche as it sounds, we're like really just like breaking ourselves off into two separate countries with two completely separate uh value systems that occupy certain states right like we're we're trying to make this like cohesive thing work but we keep forcing our like we people keep reorganizing themselves into camps right whether it's digitally in echo chambers online or whether it's like literally physically in the places they live and we're all just going to be further and further apart from each other who really loses in this i mean i mean obviously you know i'm not talking about roe v wade i'm talking about like People that really (laughs) that feel totally fucked over by both Republicans and Democrats and and don't feel that their values are represented by either of these fuckers or either of these, you know, whether it's a red state or a blue state, like I fucking hate the Democrats. I'm just I fucking (laughs) hate them. I hate their face. I I hate their their, face. I hate their moral moralistic bullshit because it is so paper thin and fugazi. I can't stand them. I can't stand that they are, uh, as far as like major political representative arbiters go, the closest to my values because they're not because they just don't fucking believe them. Like at the end, of, like at least for conservatives, it's like, yeah, they might be totally grifting, lying scumbags. But like if your if your moral center is uh, that, you know, life begins at conception. Well, you just got a big win from from your conservative representatives. 
So you have at least some reason to uh, to like these fuckers, right? I have. Oh. I just. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although increasingly Republicans are a different type of thing. Uh, so on, under the sorry everybody we're gonna we're gonna say something humorous shortly I promise you. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so increasing like Donald Trump was elected not because of people who are really into in, into babies. Do you know what I'm saying? He was elected yeah. in large part because there's just this pushback to the culture war, and that person wants uh, to to that person abortion. Uh, Roe v. Wade was settled. And and they don't care to talk about it anymore. It's it, they're fine with the law of the land, uh, and they don't want to engage in this. Uh, so I think it, this hurts Republicans in a lot of ways. It hurts everybody. This is just look. <clears throat> regardless, I'm certain. Uh, dis- okay, the majority of our listeners are disaffected liberals or progressives. That's what they are. Yep. I'm certain. I'm certain that we have a few conservatives. And I'm, there's probably a, a unacknowledged right winger or two in our listenership as well. Yeah, uh, and, and there might and there might be, uh, 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 you know, some some uh, still wokesters that that for some reason won't leave the camp. Self hating wokesters, yeah, uh, and then three percenters uh, militiamen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we do have, by the way. I've told yeah. you it's really it's really weird when they DM me, but I'm not mad. Thank you for your listenership. So anyway, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Yeah, exactly. Um, th- whatever. The, the thing is that that person, uh, is not looking to relitigate Roe v. Wade. The, the average person who, uh, it, it has it, to our listeners, you might still see the world as conservative versus progressive, et cetera, et cetera. It's not really like that those ideas have all shifted and I would fancy to guess that your average conservative does not would is more interested in winning the next next election than they are in relitigating Roe v. Wade. That's it. So I think that this is a weird move, a weird, it's going to be weird for Republicans because I don't think that they back this court decision. Now, some of our listeners are going to say, of course they do. They're Republicans. They're scum. Yeah, okay, I get it. You're tribal. You can't think. I, I understand. But that's it, it, there's a great many of them who themselves have gotten abortions, who have gotten their wives' abortions. They don't care about this. They want to win. They're without, let's just say this they're, both sides are with wholly without any scruples. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, whatever posturing they're doing is completely false. I don't even believe that the. Democrats who are seizing on this moment really care about reproductive rights. No, no, nobody no. cares. Right. Okay. So we're all on the same page with that. No, they um, don't. Well, they don't because, I mean, if they did, there would at least, I would think if they did, there would be some concerted effort to, as as has been said to death uh, in low this past week or so, codify it into law, right? If there, if there was any actual investment in it, it, it there could be something, there could be, th- yeah. there, there are things that could be done that could federally defend this per, this right, but they choose not to because, and I think it's because they want it on the table because they want, and and I think that that is part of what you're saying is that you know, Republicans, as far as these midterms went previously to this news coming out, they had the shit in the bag bag. Yeah. Like they didn't have, they don't have their job is easy as shit right now. They don't have to do anything, but this being on the table now, 
may sway some people to or or will a mobilize Democrats and b and and b maybe sway some potential independents or or people that might have voted Republican. Um, be you know this will bring them to the, to, to maybe the Democrat side. So yeah, it does it does kind of potentially fuck over Republicans in some way. Now there, I but I also think there are plenty of pro life or weird. I mean that's the thing, right? There used to be like a sizable Christian right. I mean a lot of the even even fifteen twenty years ago the Republicans were kind of defined by this moral majority Christian right, right? Yep. Like that still no, exists. No longer. Yeah, but no yeah, longer. But it's not, but it's not, yeah, the party's not so dominated by that anymore. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's talk about Doctor Strange or or, or oh, something. <laughs> that sounds more to, torturous than fucking Roe v. Wade talk. No, let's pivot to something that is uh, within our uh, our purview. Something that uh, we actually have a grip on. Um, mm, Kensington, there, Philadelphia. Oh, why don't you tell me about your latest Kensington vids? God, well, by I, the way, I, I follow yeah. somebody. Some people are gonna know who I'm talking about. I follow somebody on social media who is such in such a low down Kensington space right now that it, I, I, you don't know what to do for them because you can't throw the money anymore. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's, it's bleak. Uh, Eric, I want to thank you for uh, not being hooked on drugs. I think it would have made, <laughs> made, made the podcast more frustrating. Um, oh, almost definitely. I, when you, mm, I'm not going to say shit. I'm not gonna say wow. Shit. Okay. I get tr- I get I get in trouble every fucking time because this a lot is, of our, rare. A lot of our listeners are drug addicts, and a lot of our listeners get angry <laughs> when the straight edge guy talks about your drug problem. Enjoy your mm. drug problem. Uh, none of my business. Go on. Wow. Okay. You, you really you've got you've got that much shit that you're not even going to talk about it. I mean, I could talk about it. It's, it's, <laughs> what do you? I mean, Kensington just gets worse and worse. Tell me about it. There's so I we, well I'm surprised you haven't been keeping up with it, but it's uh, you know how we used no, to watch no, the, no. the I'm I'm in the I'm in a home with an eight year old now. He doesn't want to listen. He wants to, play, he wants to play Fortnite all the time. He does not want to play Kensington. But I think the I think it's important that the kids know. Mm. I think I think he needs to know what 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 exists beyond his Fortnite walls. Um, you think I should make him watch videos of people shooting dope in the street? I think he needs to subscribe to Philly Dom. And uh, who does uh, he does walking tours of the st- of of the streets? <laughs> it's really funny. So he's a he's a black guy from Philly. Talks about how he grew up there a lot, how he's seen the neighborhood change, and he just walks down Kensington and sees this you know people shooting up and 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 little encampments and stuff. And he just walks by and he goes, "Oh, this is not good. We got to do something <laughs> about this, folks." <laughs> It's so. It's. I, I love the. I love how candid he is about it. It's great, and he just walks around. And he's. He keeps saying the same thing. I don't know. He says it like three times in one video where he's like, "It's chilly out today, chilly in Philly." Like he says, he keeps saying. Chilly. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's. I mean, 
there are I've seen footage of Ukraine that looks better than what's going on in Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's really not good. Um, I one might call it a crisis, but you know, people don't seem to care. Um, no, people don't care. The the locals are now referring to it as Zombie Land. Okay. Um, yeah. The park around the corner from Kensington is called Needle Park. Um, you know, it's funny that they. So Kensington goes by uh, the Badlands and also the Black Hole and Zombie Land. Uh, why do they get so many cool names? I think it's because I think it's because they got culture. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was trying to explain Philadelphia to somebody that never been there. <laughs> I, it's a blight on the fucking earth. The question was, but why do they like it? And I said, that is the question. That is the question. We we've arrived someplace. <laughs> yeah, I. It is a man. I I really want to make it a mission. I I never want to go back there for the remainder of my time on earth. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'll be there, uh, three more times this year. Uh, but, yeah, probably. so, I, so I can't even really talk. Imagine my last time in Philadelphia, <laughs> like, like a gang has told me I can't go back or, 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 uh, you know, like I'm retiring from, from touring music or whatever. And I just get to do the thing, you know, <laughs> Like I just get to be like, hey, Philadelphia, we meet again. Uh, <laughs> I finally get to say what has been on my mind for so many years. Let's it's go. so it's it's you've toured the United States many, 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 many times over the course of maybe going on two decades. Uh, in your in your estimation, is it the worst American city? It's tough because Houston and Detroit continue to exist. Mm. Um, but you know what we have to, I think we have to cut Detroit a little slack because they, they degraded against their, their wishes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I mean, look, we can't shoot them too much bail because when you, when your entire economy hinges on one industry, what do you, what do you want? Mm. <laughs> it's like what, what, what are we doing here? It would be like if everybody sold Beanie Babies. The, the only thing our <laughs> the, the only thing our the only the only industry we have is a Beanie Baby uh, sale and resale. Well, Beanie Babies go away. This is going to be a problem for the for the town, you know. So I, I can't. Uh, uh, by the way, this this space I'm in is getting pretty fragrant right now. Um, oh no! Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you know I'm working in a garage again? How do you feel about it? I love it. I love a garage. Wow. (laughs) So my girl was like, are you sure you don't want to use the spare bedroom as an office? And I said, "Mm, no, it's not my, it's not my vibe. (laughs) I said, I want the garage. Wait till I start. I might buy a, a, a webcam today. I left mine at you. I left mine in uh, the apartment. So you can actually start webcamming with uh, my uh, Razor Keo. Uh, yeah, we also have a ring light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you could do some real streaming. Yeah, we can. We can do some uh, some some OnlyFans. What do you think about me just doing a streaming thing that is like um, Chatterbait? Uh, Chatterbait is that the one? Uh, yeah, Chatterbait. Where I'm not masturbating, but where where L- live I, Jasmine? Where yeah, I just talk to strangers. <laughs> live Jasmine. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, where. 
I just entertain strangers for a full two minutes if, on whatever they want to talk about. Like, like if, they, if they call in and they're like, they're like, uh, you know, praise to Allah. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to take out this theater. I'll be like, all right, man, you got two. I mean, you're going to go the full two minutes. I guess we could talk about it. What's <laughs> like, would that be a good show? I mean, you know, I've wanted to do a you call, do call show forever. I mean, that's, that's more, that's kind of what you're talking about. It, but it, a lot of times those people have topics. This would just be somebody calling in and they, they entirely decide the topic. It's not like sports radio. It's not like that. It's like, I just listen to them. I just go, uh-huh. all right yeah oh that's crazy oh you're gonna kill 32 huh you hope yeah did you did you lock the you lock the doors how are you gonna do i last time we we uh i said that we were gonna um we were gonna do messages more often Mm -hmm. so maybe we should do messages oh instead of talk about uh the minutia of roe v wade for an hour yeah that sounds good uh i think we I think we lost all our listenership because we attacked BPD women on the last podcast. <coughs> um, that actually, that might be true. Um, okay. <laughs> L- listenership no, is down. Someone, because- yeah, we're down 30%. <laughs> um, no, people liked our, our BPD, although there was some clarification that uh, I, I think through, through, through CBT, uh, you can, you can sort of, um, I mean, it doesn't work for everybody, but there, you know, you can, you can, you can CBT your way out of, uh, out of BPD. And as I did a quick Google search, CBT stands for cock and ball torture. Yes. And you can, it it can help you manage your BPD. Yeah. Yeah. So get yourself, if you have BPD, get yourself a little cock and ball torture and, uh, and, and you'll be good to go. You won't burn down your, your, your boyfriend's, uh, 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 parents' house because of a perceived slight at Thanksgiving. Yo, can we talk about real quick? Why does, why does Amber Heard keep lying? (laughs) Cause, uh, I think she's like a bad person, but I mean, Here's why I ask, because every time she does, somebody on the internet immediately catches her in the lie. Like she'll say things like, I couldn't wear I couldn't wear short sleeve shirts because of all the bruises. And then people will be like, Oh, you mean this trip to Milan? And they'll just find her in like topless. And they'll <laughs> and they're like, yo, why do you keep doing things that are easily refuted? I so I had Whenever I've had somebody lie on me, I've always thought the weirdest part of it and the part that proved them like probably unwell was how much ammo they gave me going the other way. You know what I mean? Like I would always be like, wait a second, this is an easily disprovable lie. Why you do this? Why not prove something vague? Why not say something vague that I like can't defend? Why is she – I don't – like is this proof that she's not doing great mentally? Yeah, I mean I, I, mean, I think th- – I think people like her are kind of enraptured in their own world, right? They I, and and also, well, but it's also like, <clears throat> I mean, we talked about it. La- Listen, we don't have to get wrapped up in this fucking BPD conversation again. But they, you know, typically there might be delusions associated with it, right? So it's not necessarily that she's lying; it's just that she's like has a she believes false untru- memory. She, okay, she believes something that's not real. Okay, that's yeah, that's the answer. Whatever. I just right like she, so she weird thinks watching that she, it. In, in, in her brain, she had she had bruises, and then you can look it into it and be like, "Oh, clearly you did not." 
Yeah. It's, um, all right. Whatever. Which yeah, makes yeah, it. Yeah. Which makes the whole thing. The fact that she's on. Like, man. I, I think I've said this before, but like, I'm I'm at this point in my life now where it's like, sometimes, like you can you like you can say like, hey, you know, maybe someone who. Uh, is like a, a big activist or whatever, and they get really like uh, riled up about things. And I'm kind of like, I might be, I might agree with them, but like the way in which I express myself is like, damn, like, you know, maybe like, like I'm not as, I'm not as engaged as them. And I think that's literally say, just like, that's, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, no, I guess what, my point is like, yo, I don't, I think the differences between people, like, I think it literally has to do with our, like, the the meat in our brain right like i think my mm. brain is not as as formed as someone else's part of their like they, uh, someone else's brain like they, like their brain has a certain development in a certain area that makes them a certain type of person right so but then that calls into question it's like you know how can if that's the case if we are all like at the whim of our brain meat then how does that make us like how does that make you culpable of anything? You know, because it's like you can't help it, right? Well, yeah, this is the free will argument that you know a lot of people just maintain. There's whatever. There's a new. There's like a new uh, atheist take on free will that is, to me, essentially Calvinist, which is just like you're not. It's you don't got it, and that's a really crazy idea. Because then, how do you hold anybody accountable? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they say like, like, like they say like people that, that commit suicide late in their life. It's that there's like a certain part of the brain where like, it's actually like a, like a physical like tissue that like, as you get older, wears away. And like mm. when you were younger, like you didn't go through with it because this piece of tissue was literally the connective tissue that like has to do with restraint. And it's like, when you hit a certain age, like that tissue, just like it just degrades over time and you don't have it anymore. And then bop, you fucking, you, you, you curl yourself off a fucking 12, a fucking Marriott. So like, mm. you know, that's crazy to think about. That's crazy that like you lit, like you couldn't possibly restrain yourself. <laughs> like, like you really don't have control. Like that's crazy. I don't know. I don't like it. You think it's going to go, you think your tissue is going to go away? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, is there actually like, is there actually like a, a, a spirit or something? Like, is there, is there like, where does the mind and the body and the brain begin? And, and, and like, but, and is there like a, like if someone told me, like if a doctor looked at my brain and said, yeah, your restraint tissue, it's got maybe a year <laughs> left, you know, <laughs> but it's like, if I know that can't like, wouldn't I just be able to like channel that energy and just be like, yo, it like, or like I, am I going to like wake up like a robot and just like all of a sudden my legs are going to like force myself in a certain direction. I'll have like no, absolutely no control over it. I don't you know. know. This, is that B, this is that BPD conversation. It's, but like, it's, I don't know, man. We probably, I can't even fathom how stupid uh, I'm gonna pin this you one just all sat, on me. Yeah, yeah, you just sounded when you were like, "If the spirit doesn't it doesn't penetrate the blood brain barrier, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah it's legit I, though. I, we're it's not legit. gonna sound that smart. That's a fact. 
No, but like it's it's does the mind does the body rule the mind or does the mind rule the body? I don't mm. know. I don't know. It's but hit, it's fucked up it, to think about. Hit us with we, hit us with some entertaining uh, 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 messages. Uh, all right, let's go. Hey guys, um, my name's Kenzie. I'm actually from Philly. Um, I really love when you guys do the Kensington episodes because when Fuck. I was in high school, um, my dad, who was in jail until I was 15, used to like drive me down there in a beaten down car. And we would just like people watch for a Sunday. And I would always be like, hey, um, why are we doing this? I don't really, <laughs> I don't really understand why I should have to watch rats run from a dumpster outside of the CVS for like an hour. Sounds good. And then usually it was like to see his girlfriend that he probably paid. Um, but I think, I think it felt a lot of character and, um, I think a lot of people would probably benefit by, uh, driving through Kensington on a Sunday afternoon. Um, probably probably in the summer, but you're going to want to keep your windows up. All right. Thanks, guys. This, he sounds like a cool dad. Uh, your dad was copying drugs. But, <laughs> but but you know what? Those are, those are formative experiences. Those do build character. Uh your dad was almost certainly uh, seeing a woman who, uh, either with or without his consent, let's say with, uh, was prostituting. Uh, she lived in an apartment with n- no piece of furniture worth more than $25. And uh, <laughs> they would occasionally use together. That's what was going on there. Did you ever have to wait in the – so my father was a compulsive gambler, is a compulsive gambler. You don't, you don't actually get to the other side of that one. Uh and, uh, you know, in the, in the same way, my early memories are, uh, going into an OTB or waiting in the parking lot of an OTB. And, uh, that is, uh, the, the, you know, this is, this is daddy needs to, daddy needs to cop memories. <laughs> Eric, do you have any daddy needs to cop memories? No, but <clears throat> my dad worked in sales for a while. He worked in, in, <clears throat> in radio in New York and, uh, sold airtime. And, uh, I think, I, I think I was brought to a few shakedowns, you know? Okay. I think so it uh, was, it was, please, please don't beat me in front of my son. No, no. I think he was doing the beating. Oh, no shit. Because he sold the airtime and then people would, went delinquent on their, on their, on paying for the advertising. So I think he, we, 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 we would stop at some place to be like, got to pick up some money from this guy. Just wait in the car. Mm. And then he'd go inside, come back, his knuckles a little, uh, looking a little redder <laughs> than they were when we first got there. I'm sure. Uh, were we doing the podcast when I had to go to Texas and and spend 48 hours with that uh, that the, uh, not he's not a mob enforcer, whatever the fuck he is. He collects. He's a, he's a collector for uh, an illegal bookie operation. Was it? I we were doing the podcast at that time, right? Uh, what year was that? I don't know. For my job, I had to go to Texas. Uh, my old job, I had to go to Texas and hang out with this dude. And uh, after you know a certain amount of time, he admitted what he did for a living. He got very drunk, and he admitted what he did for a living. And then uh, he later in the later in my trip, he got drunk at a Whole Foods. And because drinking is a big part of you having to do things you don't want to do. 
and he he would get really emotional when he would get like super hammered. He'd be like, he'd be like, man, I have to steal their dogs, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> I was asking him questions like, what if they don't have the money? He's like, oh, they got the money. And I said, but no, I mean, literally, these are compulsive gamblers. What if they don't have the money? He goes, here's what you learn. Even if they don't got the money, they got the money. If you take their dog, they got that money all of a sudden. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> so anyway, this fellow got drunk at a Whole Foods. I was like, yo, you should come with me. And I said, to collect money? He goes, yeah, you should come with me. And he's like very drunk and very intense and like picking a fight with the bartender at Whole Foods. And, and I, was, <laughs> I said, I don't think I want to go with you, man. And he's like, no, come on. I'll be fine. You'd be like, you're going to be like the lookout. And I was like, I don't want to do anything that requires a lookout, you know? And, and he, he goes, and I spoke to him after he went and I said, how'd it go? He was like, oh, it was, it was fine. It's this, this soft Indian dude. I showed up at his house and it was his child's birthday. So all I had to do was stand at the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Imagine, by the way, everybody, if you owe somebody money, put nothing online because this fella finds the people that he finds by going on their social media and waiting until they're, they say things like, uh, family, you know, just a picture of the fam at Chili's. And then he just gets in the car and goes to that Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking for it. Don't put anything online, but <clears throat> shout out to that guy. One of the, uh, uh, tricky but uh, rewarding conversations uh, I uh, had for 48 hours. This one, I mean, look, this uh, Kenzie who called in your dad, I think it's uh, what it, regardless of what his motivations were, whatever he was doing, getting I, high, that, whatever. <laughs> and, and like what I was saying to you before with your, with your stepkid there, you gotta, kids need exposure to the world. Now I'm not saying put them in direct danger, but like you need to like I can remember the first time I, I saw a sex worker. Like I my dad took me to a fucking Yankee game in the Bronx. My dad took me to a sex worker. Yeah, oh I wish. No, her, name uh, was, her name was Violet. God, what, do you, I, what do you think of of and this is uh this is everybody, this is the man hour now. All right. Mm, so the man the, show. Eric's gonna be talking Frank about some some hard hitting issues. Juggies on trampolines. What do you think about fellas who technically engage in child trafficking by paying for their son to be with a, a, an escort? Like, like little boozy, <laughs> little boozy, little boozy got really the the whites did not care for what little boozy was doing with uh, uh, he, getting his son a prostitute and. I got a couple questions on this. If you, uh, I'll build out from here, if you don't mind. Um. So, so to answer this question, I'm gonna take inspiration from someone. Uh, I mean, this was an older gentleman uh, who was talking about um, the Roe v. Wade stuff, and he said something that was so black pilled, but but also like I felt it, where he's like, they were asking him his opinion, and he was just like, "Look, I feel how I feel." doesn't really matter though people are going to do it anyway so what what is it what what does what do my, what does my opinion on the subject matter people are going to do it so that's kind of how i feel about about <laughs> taking your son to an escort it's like you could i could say a million things about it little boosie's gonna do what he do yeah well that's a fact but 
I guess I just wonder because I got a couple questions, but the one that is most primary in my mind, who are these women that are prostitutes for children? Yeah, that is that it's, it's funny. Cause I feel like, you know, I feel like that's, that's not often the, where people's mind goes. Right. right like, I don't right. think we, th- yeah, we, 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 I guess we, in, in your mind, these, some, the, there's presumptions made about that type of character, you know, the, the, the escort and because she's the one being solicited, maybe we don't dive into what her, uh, intentions are or motivations are. And it's, but it's sort of like, yeah, if you, if you're bringing a fucking 15 year old kid to an escort and she's like, you got the money? <laughs> like, like, well, damn. Uh, it's just like, you've got to be, te- I just don't understand the person that's not terrified of going, of getting on a list or going to jail for a, a sex crime against a child. Like what, what is, hold on, little boozy son prostitute. <laughs> well, here's, here's a question. I mean, is, does it happen to a degree that it would be, uh, oh, a concern. 14. Would it be or a concern son, son for, for a woman like that? Um, hold on. Little Boozy promised his son a bag of money and a woman to perform oral sex. <laughs> yeah, look, here's my. I, I guess everybody was mad at Boozy, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not necessarily backing him on this one, but I'm just saying, like, who is the woman that's like? Yeah, I'm you know what? No worries, Boozy. I got you. I'm going to wow. bl- I'm going to blow your your child. <laughs> like who is I just uh, does nobody ask who this woman is? Well, um a woman with very few scruples, I guess. Um But not just few scruples, no fear. Yeah. Because th- that is such a, it's not a good charge. No, but I guess my question is: Does that charge get leveled at these women in a in a in a in a frequency where it would be a concern for them potentially? I'm, am I pussy? Am I pussy because I wouldn't blow Boozy's child? <laughs> well, you're a man, and I feel like you know. I feel like you know. As far as uh, pedo charges go, I would imagine overwhelmingly men get hit with them more than women, probably because men are legitimately uh, yeah, the I think perpetrators men, of them. Yeah. <laughs> More often than women, but I just, I don't like, that's what what I mean is like, like the, this situation, I don't, I couldn't say how common it is, but you know, presumably way more common, like it, this doesn't enter anyone's minds very much, right? Unless it's brought up, uh, like no one's really out here thinking about this type of situation, which means it probably happens way more often than people realize. I'm just, and, and I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe women escorts are getting jammed up on these charges. I couldn't say, but, uh, my inkling would say probably it, they probably don't get jammed up often enough where it would be, uh, a major concern for them. Like, I guess they don't have the fear of this because it just doesn't really happen. Okay. Is that, that fair? I mean, I, I don't, it, <laughs> Is it a, I guess this is an indelicate way of asking, is this a crackhead? Who is blowing a 15-year-old? Probably, yeah. I would I would imagine there's there's some crackhead crossover. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
I, one Next, would uh, one one would guess, yeah. Th- thank you for your uh, uh, Kenzie. Your father was being blown by a crackhead, without question. Uh, <laughs> on to on to the next uh, next call, in, please. Right outside Needle Park. Oh, you want? Oh, we're doing another message. Hang on, all right. Let's let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see. Hey guys, Timothy McVeigh here. I was just calling to see. Is there anyone subversive left in the world? Thinking about how Steve Albini has become a full-on cup is really disheartening. <laughs> Do you think if Gigi Allen was still alive, he'd be a DNC pussy hat resistant? <laughs> Let me know. And if you guys have any leads on where to buy a lot of fertilizer without an ID, <laughs> let the fellas know. God bless. Yo, See, that's the that's an ideal type message. It was short. It got to the point, and it was funny. Yeah, I, lo- I love our gay listeners. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, it, no, there is. I can say this with total confidence: there is no transgressive uh, artists. There are no, at least not none that break the surface. Um, there is. Uh, we are in a corporate monoculture that I uh, is a stifling hell. Um, Steve Albini is uh, Steve Albini. I, I'm not suggesting that any of our listeners kill him, but he sh- he should be killed for sure. And, <laughs> and uh, I I don't see any I don't see any way out of this because, like, as these corporations just consume more and more, uh, and th- their spectrum of allowable behavior for people that are under their uh, you know, their kingdoms, uh, is, stays narrow. You're just never going to see somebody that's willing to risk their livelihood. I, I just, the only people that I think are free right now are crypto billionaires. I think that's it. I don't think anybody, I think everybody else is tethered to, to like a, 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 they're all living in Disney's anus is how I feel. So, uh, no, there is no, uh, subversive or transgressive, uh, artists or art at the <clears throat> well it's it's not just that but i mean it's like and i think anyone that's sort of at any moment that uh breaks the um you know if, if there's any inkling that someone might be a transgressive person they they the the, the cia puts a stamps that out as quickly as, as humanly possible yes which by the way a little development in the nexium case oh it, it uh and the, granted, this is coming from their former minister of propaganda, um, but it looks like the child porn charges, which were brought super late and seeming like in a very like typical FBI way, um, when this guy had no child, no child accusations his whole life, but like apparently had a hard drive full of <laughs> child porn, which is weird that that just keeps appearing in a lot of people's. A, a lot of people's. Oh, we caught you doing something bad. Also, weirdly, uh, you are guilty of the thing that nobody on the planet can sympathize with. So weird. I guess. Uh, good luck in court. Um, it looks like those charges uh, m- might m- might seek uh, some. There might be new evidence that uh, that was planted. I couldn't focus on anything you said because I'm looking at. Someone, someone, some mommy milkers. No, someone retweeted like a TikTok, and it's muted, so I can't hear what this person's saying. But their voice, their their face, while it reads probably just as a normal human face to most people, like I think I might have been 
MK Ultra in some way because I'm looking at this person and they look like a horrifying like I might I feel like maybe I'm on shrooms right now. Like I feel like they're a horrifying distortion of what a human being actually is. Um and it's kind of they kind of almost look CGI to me right mm. now. I don't know is this my mind slipping or is this actually like a CGI person that's just spouting propaganda? No, that's the, that's the tissue. The tissue. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, I got to I got to I got to concentrate on my spirit. Yeah, the spirit blood brain barrier. No. Um fuck man. TikTok freaks me out. I swear to god, it's like it's you ever see Videodrome? Yes. Or like, uh, do you ever see, uh, what is it? Blood sucking freaks, the trauma movie where the guy, like he has like a weird little like dance theater and he like hypnotizes people. Mm. Fuck. That's what TikTok is, man. God, it's so scary. I well, hate it so much. Here's what I'll say. I don't think it's as bad as people say because. Oh no, they got you. It's people doing like they have to make something, which I think puts it above Instagram. Because if you think about it, some of these uh, TikTok kids are clever. Nobody on Instagram is clever. Nobody. These aren't. Making- but this is this is a CGI mutant. This isn't a person. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is a facial tic uh, propagandist. I don't. I don't know. That's. It's, you're getting taken in, man. You gotta. You gotta. You got to reconvene with the with your with your inner Kaczynski. Uh, I, I mean, well, k- I'm grateful that uh, we we have uh, bombers calling in <laughs> to our yeah. show. So please, on to, on to the next uh, unhinged weirdo. Our our listeners have great senses of humor. Um, oh, you think he's you think he's kidding? I have to say that legally. Um, <laughs> Just in case. Uh, let's see here. Um, hmm, hmm. There was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. That's another thing. I really think like the internet is like eroded our attention span, or at least mine. I I, I forgot that I had licorice in my back the back seat of my car, and I found it today, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I forgot I even purchased this, and I was excited to purchase it. Wow. I I think my my brain is like eroding, dude. It's crazy. Because of licorice, I no, be probably because of the vaccine. Anyway, here's another uh, <laughs> here's another message. Uh, Holy fuck! You guys don't like make any space for us to. I just slowed the podcast down to fifty percent, and then re-enter and re-enter. All right. What? Last time I called, I said something about eating crowns, and you guys mistook that as a barbecue restaurant. What? I guess this time I'm calling about like feather bones, really? Oh. I was at your show, man. Pat. I was trying to make it work. But I, I, got, I got burned. I got burned at a church show and I fucking belly flopped from seven feet. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I'm going to be that way a little bit, you know? Like, yeah, ask the broader shoulder dudes to come forward. But, like, Am I really, oh man, I'm going to have to resubscribe to your Patreon just to hear your response to this. Thank you and good evening. Or, Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. 
Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy whatever direction the toilet flushes in Australia. Is that, is that, Ken's, is that Kenzie's father? <laughs> I think this person has a concussion. That dude was loaded. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was up. What was he? He was talking about... He said something about eating, eating crayons and that we thought it was a barbecue restaurant. I don't remember this conversation at all. No, listen, everybody only call when you're totally cockeyed, when you're <laughs> r- r- really out to lunch. Yeah, this person's fucked up. I don't know what to even ma- I don't. Uh, is there anything in that message that we need to address? No, we got to let that one go. <laughs> we got to let it go. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that, man. Be- best of luck to you. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best. Uh, um, is there anything in the news that we didn't like mention? Like, is there like what other besides? I feel like there was things going on before Row where I was like, "Oh, we're gonna talk about that," and then like Row hit, and it was like, "Oh, that kind of sucked all the air out of everything else." Okay, so yeah, Row is stepping on us, but uh, <clears throat> there was. I just want to respond to something I saw on Twitter, which was people, you know, like shit libs, essentially dunking on this idea that that uh, you and I have that basically all intelligent people have, which is, oh, it's crazy how people just swing from one hysteria to the next. You know, I always say, remember, remember the Amazon, right? Like it, it, mm-hmm. it's, and these people were dunking on it being like, yeah, it's crazy. Isn't it crazy how circumstances keep occurring? Isn't it crazy how time is linear? And it's like, no, my guy. No, no, no. You straw manning piece of shit. What people are suggesting with this is that your zealotous take of every single single new, your adoption of every new thing with the same pitch uh, mania that you that you have for the last thing. Yeah, is, with your your screeching moral preening. Yes, is is uh, that's the thing. It's not that one thing happens and then another thing happens. It's that uh, Ukraine and Roe v. Wade are the same volume for you, and only one of them affects your life in any way. So, and it, and and one of the, and and they both made you forget about COVID. Oh, remember COVID? No, and I never will. <laughs> I so I I I I'm dating someone now and and we went to a thing on Friday and I was I was in a rush this morning to leave as we had plans and then she sent me something that like got sent to the people who bought tickets like someone tested positive for covid just need to let everyone know and I looked at it and I was like listen baby I do not have anything inside of me that can that can muster giving a fuck about covid anymore I just can't do you want to go do this thing right now or not and she was like yeah let's do it listen I walk into the I walk into true COVID, true real COVID hours all the time on tour. I don't give a shit. It, it is what it is. 
Don't uh, give a shit. Also, I remembered what I wanted to say before. Can I talk about it? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, Madison Cawthorn. Oh, I don't there, understand this. <laughs> okay. So he's some young Republican guy. I guess he's like the youngest Republican guy in the Washington or what? I don't know. Whatever. He does a thing. He's like a representative or something. Uh, I guess recently he got jammed up because, well, the, I suppose they found photos and texts of him talking sexually with his cousin. This oh. just happened over this past week. But I just want to remind everybody. First, because, first cousin? Uh, perhaps. Um, yeah. But I just want to remind everybody because we memory whole things so quickly. I want to take us back to the far off time of March 28th, 2022. Um, probably not a single person can remember what was happening that week. They would probably say, uh, Ukraine? I don't know. Madison Cawthorn let it slip in some interview on some podcast where he said that he's been invited to cocaine orgies <laughs> in Washington. Oh. <clears throat> okay, this is cocaine orgy guy, yeah. Cocaine orgy guy. So very clear. I mean, we can safely presume he's talking about the Moloch parties, right? Sure. He's talking about the skull and bone sucking fucks, right? Yeah, the the the, uh, the AOC blowbang. Yeah, you get inside a coffin and you, and like you 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 use the skull of of Geronimo as like a tanga egg, and all your brothers watch you, and then they they give you the pass to run for president, right? That's right. Um, so isn't it interesting how like a month after he talks about the Moloch parties that they find a bunch of pictures of him fucking his cousin? Uh, it is interesting. Okay, that's, that's, I just, that's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> that, that is for sure interesting. Uh, disclaimer: I am not. I do not support or, def- or I do not feel compelled to support Madison Cawthorn in any way. I think he's a stupid name. It is a stupid name. Your names are son Madison. You, you like you're destined to be a young Republican. You naming your son Madison? I don't. There's a lot I don't understand about. Like, do we think? That he was sexting his cousin. That's not a plan. Oh, maybe. I think probably. Do I think that it was exposed because he let it slip about the the AOC girls gone wild party? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so 100%. yes, I, it's no coincidence. Yeah. Um, you know, skull and bones. It all, we know what goes down. We know we we know the CIA has a heart attack a gun. They could, they just point it at you and then you're dead. Yo, I follow um, people online who are so mad about Havana syndrome. I've never seen people matter about something <laughs> like mad, mad in what sense that it doesn't exist and this is pseudoscience and it, but it drives them insane that it keeps getting repeated. And I think it's funny because, yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm, is anybody losing sleep over Havana syndrome? Like, wh- why do you care so much that it's fake? There's people that think it's fake. It's not fake. <laughs> Oh, oh! There's people that maintain it is it is completely a media creation. Uh, no. <laughs> who's who's saying that? Uh, see, that's how you know it's real, though, right? Like that's that when people like protest too much, it's like, oh, okay, it's real. Like when remember when the when the Hunter Biden thing happened, the Hunter Biden laptop, there was so much insistence from blue check shit libs that were like, this is Russian disinformation. Like there was like, they didn't even know what it was. Remember that word accountability. (laughs) (laughs) There was so much like you, like when people jump 
to say something's not real when they don't even get it. I'm like, oh, it's real. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you yeah. just confirmed it for me. So the fact that there are people that feel strongly about the fact that Havana syndrome's not real, you fools, you you just confirmed that it is for me. Thank you. Yes. Oh no, no, that's okay. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> like, come on. Like what? There's like when you listen, you just can't pearl clutch at everything. You just can't. And if you're pearl clutching at a thing that you don't understand, it means you're you're psyoping people. That's what that means to me. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You know? Um uh, yeah, it's listen, everybody. Don't get psyoped. Don't don't if you don't understand a thing and you're getting lectured to by someone who also doesn't understand a thing, don't don't take the bait. Us, us. Well, yeah, but 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 just listen. We're we're real G's. Well, that's a fact. Do we got <laughs> do, do we got time for one more before I have to uh destroy a bathroom? Yeah, let's 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 do one more message before you got the uh before you got the that shit. Um and everybody, I'm in a rhythm now. We can uh we will do uh overtimes uh just about every time, but uh I have to uh I have to use the other toilet in my own house because I'm about to really put I'm about to put some hurt on this uh, bathroom. Yeah, no overtime this week, but we'll do a Patreon episode. Maybe we'll do a a, a Rub Maps Patreon this week for you. No, that'd be good. All right, one oh, more there, what, what, uh, Did did nobody enjoy <laughs> our, our our uh listen of or our uh comments from from Alice in Chains? That's like my favorite thing that we've done in forever. Oh no, I people lo- like that. People like I that. love lo- uh, yo YouTube comments are like the new frontier. That's like the new rub maps for me. I love, I'm very pleased by it at all times. You're a longtime fan of YouTube comments. I mean they they are great. I I too uh, I enjoy a good YouTube comment. Oh, by the way, uh the My Chemical Romance uh uh it, it, like weird uh I don't even know how to describe this. The My, the My Chemical Romance <laughs> fan youtube thing that i think we watched for 10 seconds uh and i left a comment saying great work keep doing what you're doing uh that was like a month ago and they they hit me back with a like on that comment so (laughs) everybody they saw it they saw it you you know how you can tell when when a friend of yours uh who maybe you don't keep up with too often but you text maybe maybe a couple times a month you can you can tell when they get uh a girlfriend because they send you a tiktok Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Just, uh, one of them just sent me a TikTok and it's like, oh, he's he's dating somebody. Because li- uh, living with my girlfriend, uh, my TikTok consumption has gone up uh, uh, roughly a thousand percent. Of course, see, you're you're you've fallen into the spell. I will say, I haven't watched very much. Uh, not not as much as you'd think. We are actually uh, watching Selling Sunset together and mm. just religiously googling every aspect of it if if nobody's seen selling sunset it's uh about real estate agents selling five to 75 million dollar homes in the uh sunset uh area of los angeles and everybody is a chaotic whore and it is so yeah. fucking crazy to like you're all making money and it, I understand you're on a reality show. This is the part that really women listening to this are going to be frustrated with my take because 
I watch these reality shows and I forget that they're reality shows that have to create chaos and drama. So <clears throat> I'm always watching them going, Oh, wh- why don't you get along? You could make so much more money. And I understand that that's not it. I get it in my heart. I understand. But when I'm watching these shows, I go, it's so weird that you women have to fight instead of become multiple millionaires on your own terms. Eric, yeah, but cra- isn't isn't the sh- isn't the show itself enriching them? Yes, it is, and this is what I got to remind myself that they need to they need to get into it. But like, I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Uh, let's say that you, at your current job, you, uh, your two most immediate bosses died, and you were made the boss, mm. and you were getting that boss pay. Mm. Could you? Are we are we small minds with low ambition because you and I you, because you and I would choose to resolve things in a way where we continue to make money? Well, it depends. Are we being televised? Because if we're being televised, I no, guess, I, yeah, I guess that's the I guess that's the wild card. I, I, you're right. Yeah. I, it, this is me being stupid. I just I watch these shows and I go, oh no no no, girls don't fight, don't fight. There's so much money. <laughs> And, and like I, I get it. Yes, I'm gonna. Am I? Am I? If I hate on TikTok, does it make? Is it? Is it like? Is it the yeah, Pete boomer. Davidson effect? Does it? Well, no. Does it make me sound misogynist? Oh no, no, no. Who gives a shit? No, misogyny's back, baby. I just called everybody a, a chaotic whore. It, it, it's a uh, it, misogyny is back. Everybody understands like that shit from the last few years where you couldn't make a joke because people thought that misogyny was like this binary thing where. You either were a misogynist or you're a good person. People now understand, oh, hey, everybody's got little gradations of things that, that are just little, little, little sand in the, in, uh, under their saddle. You know, like maybe something just irritates them. They're going to get it off. It doesn't speak to anything larger about them necessarily. Like, and oh, sometimes people can say, uh, sometimes people can have a, a totally uncool views but uh, they're not so egregious that uh, that they take them out of society, right? Uncool views. Yeah, some uncool views. Here's an uncool view. I fucking hate TikTok. I hate the interface. I hate the. I hate. I hate the way it looks. The I way just it's think presented. You're a boomer for this. I hate everyone that uses it. I don't think it's oh, wow. funny. I oh think it's. God. I think it's literally a. I think it's hacking your feeble minds. Um, I think your I feeble think minds. The, I think these people are clever as hell. They do mm. like bits. They do like complex bits. You and I do a podcast for years. There's days where I don't say a single funny thing. It's a, it's fine though. At least we're real. We're real G's. Oh, God. oh you sound like the girls on Selling Sunset. Uh, yeah, bitch. I had an idea, a show called Shelling Sunset, where they just carpet bomb Sunset Boulevard oh, into the fucking Stone Age. Oh, listen to you. What? Uh, you got a little, a little play on words there. Yeah, exactly. I'm clever. See, I'm a fucking. See, to take this. Yeah, I'm. You think the TikTok ready, kids are fucking clever? Yeah, no, you're you you. By the yeah, way, Pete Davidson. Me. Pete Davidson just got like a cartoon or something. Um, I hope he dies. They keep giving. The, they <laughs> when keep will giving the Moloch cult be done with him and throw him in the garbage? I well, when they're gonna suddenly find child porn, like a brick of child porn in his house, and they're gonna be like, oh Precisely. no, Pete's yeah. done. Uh, Pete Davidson's gonna be like, huh, uh, Bernie Sanders, pretty good. I like him a lot, actually. Boom, child porn. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like no. oh, Hillary Clinton, I think she like killed a guy, right? Boom, child Boom. porn. Here's the thing. 
you can't, you don't get in trouble for saying, yeah, we need Bernie now because Bernie is lip service. Bernie's yeah. not a real person. Bernie, no. Bernie is a bot. That, Hologram. That, yeah, that exists. <laughs> so left, supposedly left-leaning Dems can clean their, can clear their conscience of this, this yeah. stuff and be like, oh, if only Bernie was a viable candidate, you know I'd vote for him. It's yeah. Like, so instead, yeah. I'm gonna vo- instead I'm gonna vote for Malak herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Bernie is a is a tulpa uh, projection of uh, yeah. Uh, dis- he's yeah. He's distraction. He's he's yeah. He's he's not. He doesn't he doesn't occupy the the physical realm. All right, let's do one more message and then get, let's get the fuck out of here. The poo is on the press. All right, last thing, all right. Talcum X. Talcum X. All right, this is a new term. It's a no, white it's, person uh, who no, you're old. simps slash no, This guy's old, over- though. This is, that's what they call Sean apologizes, King. Apologizes, is overly apologetic towards black people. Uh-huh. The term is Talcum X. I, I just got- heard about it. And it is quite possibly the funniest thing, the funniest phrase out of the new generation that I've ever heard. It is and very funny, but they already did this for Sean King. What you have to say about Talcum X. All right, guy. Did someone just watch a, a Spike Lee movie? It, listen, the it's Sean King, right? That's the guy that uh, refuses that says that is he's black, but everybody's like, no. Is that the, yeah? Is that I think the guy? so. Yeah, so, yeah. So that they call him Talcum X, and to to just to validate this guy a little bit, the first time I heard it, I giggled like a motherfucker. So yes, uh, it it is funny. It is a funny turn of phrase. <laughs> but uh, look, I think that that whole like uh, simping for black people thing is on its way out, just because I think black people got tired of it. <laughs> I think that's just what it is. I think that that we're not going to see a ton of Talcum X moving forward. I think. What do you think is responsible for this "quote unquote" vibe change? Because uh, it, it's happening quick. I saw some, like I saw a proper—I don't know how to describe this person. I saw somebody in an industry refer to it and tell people to to be ready to get fired. I want you to think about that. Like, hey, the vibe is shifting. If you are, they didn't say, you know, if if you were. Uh, hired because of your opinions, you're going to be fired because of your opinion soon. They didn't say that, but they did say that. And what do you think is, who is telling, who is sending the signal to all the, the, they live zombie uh, alien people that the vibe is changing. Mm. What do you mean? What do you mean by vibe? Like explain what you mean by five vibe change. Like uh, the fact that there's going to be fewer talcum X's in the future. Oh, well, uh, I don't like, is it maybe it was the Jesse Smollett thing. Um, you think that broke everybody? Nah. I think there's been a couple of things that have happened in, in larger culture that have sort of run counter to the narratives that we told ourselves for oh, the previous yeah. couple of years. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. And no one's addressing it, but we're all internalizing it, I think. You know what? That's probably exactly right. Because I keep seeing people, the more that Amber Heard just keeps getting exposed, exposed, people keep going, um, when are we going to talk about this? And, and it's like, oh, no, we're never going to talk about it. No. We're just, but it, we're, we're just going to internalize it, as you said. We're going to internalize and move on and wait for the next thing to, yeah, 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 you know. Um, <laughs> but hold but, on, but, I just, this is something I want to share. If you got this far along in the podcast, I just want to share this with everybody. 
I, I was walking with my girlfriend's son the other day. We were walking the dog. And he, he said, out of nowhere, he goes, were you very far from 9-11? And I, <laughs> and I said, uh, pretty close. And he goes, yeah, my, my mom said you were across the river. I said, yeah. And he goes, they never identified the falling man. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said that's true. They probably won't. And he says, pretty sad. And I said, yeah, but I just like kids are, you know, kids are very, very random. Their brains work like TikTok. They just, no. they'll just go, they'll just go, oh, yeah, my mom groomed the dog for an hour today. Falling man was never identified. And you'll go, <laughs> you'll say, pardon? <laughs> What's the link? And you'll be like, oh, it's your brain just operates like a, like it's a Roblox lobby. <laughs> God bless. I mean, that's what's, you know, listen, if you and your girl are going to be looking at TikTok, I hope you're doing the, the Chinese method and just like only watching ones that like, like teach you how to be good at skills. No, they're the ones that uh, teach me how to be a, a, a loyal servant of the state. <laughs> Which, by the way, if ever, if anybody wants to, to play me and my future stepson in uh, Fortnite, uh, my name is Saddam518. Uh, and he is his his name is this is the weirdest fucking thing in the world his name is not steve but his name on his his name on his name on fortnite is like steve 00284 something like something like that where i'm like steve and he's <laughs> his name's not steve it's really weird anyway it's a good I'm bit sh- I'm going to shit my pants. Uh, All right. Goodbye, everybody. Everybody, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. We'll do an episode this week. Uh, 205-509-9785. Call and leave a message. Uh, At WP Timeline on Twitter. And uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com. And that's where you can go and you can hit us with all your bullshit. And we'll get at you. When you're hammer drunk. Yeah, yeah. Only call if you're hammered or if if you're off those perks. Yeah, if you're on those perks, or you can uh, you can can give us a, a ground report of of Kensington, please. Goodbye. Bye. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.